PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everyone, and welcome to PlayStation Unchained the End of the Year Special. Yay! It's another one for another year. Yay! And with us today, we've got Gary. Hey, Gary. Hello. Yes, another year is done, and we all survived it, thankfully. It's been a year. <laughs> it has been a year. But it still does feel like it's 2019 still, because the last two years have been not really years <laughs> uh, uh. so how was your um christmas day it was all right man it was all right just enjoyed the time with the fam immediate family nice. and online families so feels pretty good oh, well, how about yours it was pretty good i just Played Fantasy 14 because there was no queue because everyone was spending time with their family. Finally, you get to play the game. Then I cooked dinner, which I had several different types of meat. I had ham, as you call it in America, turkey, sausage, pigs and blanket, which is again sausage, carrots, broccoli, and roast potatoes. It was great. It was delicious. I saw the picture. Yeah. And I'm not gonna do that ever again that, for another year. What's that? Sorry. I feel oh. bad for I feel bad for all the people who got a Xbox Switch or PlayStation Five because they didn't really? get to download anything because it was so congested with people downloading shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm not shocked. It's Christmas. Kind of what happened. I'm not shocked either. It just sucks. I, I saw a video yeah. of this guy who got an Xbox uh, Series X and he was all super excited, and he plugged it in <laughs> and. He, it, it took him like 42 hours almost, not 42 hours, um, was it 14 hours or so to download all the updates wow. on the system? Yeah. <laughs> and then like all this other time to actually go in and download the games. I kind of felt bad. So he didn't get to play his Xbox. I will Christmas. say that if you're a parent and do plan to buy a new generation console for your kids, mm -hmm. um, Probably open, I know it, it sounds mean, but open up the box, install the stuff a couple of days beforehand, and then wrap it back up. Exactly. And from what I hear, it was even worse for Switch owners because yeah. their infrastructure isn't as robust as Xbox yeah. and PlayStation. So it took a, people even longer to do anything yeah. on that. Just think <laughs> of it like when you buy something that has batteries where you put the batteries in first and then wrap stuff up. Basically, you do the same yeah. with that for games consoles nowadays. Otherwise, they're yeah, just going to yeah. be spending all day doing nothing but downloading. Yeah, especially say, with a Switch, where you can just yeah. do it anywhere. You don't yeah. have to hide it from your kids overnight, plug it into the TV or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of kind of sad. But hey, at least they got their PlayStation and Xboxes. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also, hi, Alfonso. It's good to have you on as well. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm well, Ben. I can't complain. We are at the end of the year, and I'm officially done. My platinum Yay. run is now over. 285 platinums in this year. Never thought I would reach this far, but... You've got five more days. 
Yeah, you can get to 300 man mana. Yeah, I doubt that. No. no, no. I wasn't saying what 300, saying but... You, two, you've eight, bought six? all the Platinums already that you can buy. Now you have to start earning them. <laughs> <laughs> now he has to make an Australian PlayStation Network account to buy Australian <laughs> Platinums. <laughs> I'm really, like, the conversion... Uh, the conversion from American is just confusing, so I don't even bother trying it's so to so much it. more. You're going to be spending like $20 yeah. more. <laughs> yeah, so I, I bought that. I bought that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Alfonso has now got a Japanese account instead then. Yeah, that's just as worse. <laughs> <laughs> I would say British account, but that's probably worse than all of them. So, Actually, it's not that bad. Yeah. That means he's already done it. Yeah, already done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So... I guess, as always, we should go through our favorite games of the year, um, which I don't really remember any of my favorite games of this year because most of the games I played was Final Fantasy XIV. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so, but before that, we do have a couple of bits of news. Uh, and for some reason, I can't remember what tab I have. I have so many best of pages open that I can't find the one... Um... No, that's not it. Oh, yeah. Here's one news. One sliver piece of news. Um, Wolf Among Us 2 is now in full production. Takes six months after, uh, plays six months after the first game. I've never played the first game, so I don't know. I know that a lot of people like this game, though. Like this, this um, Wolf Among Us. Because um, I think it's a fairy land, but fairy like tale, but darker yeah. storyline. Yeah, um, this this one was like most recommended when um, Tattoo started to branch out after um, Walking Dead, and a lot of people were upset that when it got announced, and then Tattoo was like, "Oh, they're you know shutting down; they're not making it." A lot of people got disappointed, and you know now they're saying it's coming back. A lot of people are happy. Um, I'm super happy for it because. Of the ending from the first one, it ended on a cliffhanger. You and Ben, Ben Gary, you know I hate cliffhangers, so I'm I'm super excited for this. Obviously, this will be day one whenever it comes out. Obviously, we don't know if it's gonna have a platinum. Most of them do, but some telltales, some telltale games didn't. So we have to see if it does. If it does, it's a super platinum. All you basically got to do is just play through the story, and that's it. Um, but yeah. I, I, I love the characters in that game. It, like Ben you said, is is a dark story with the fairy tale character, so I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. And when we say it's, fairy it's tale, we don't mean the anime, by the way. We mean like yeah, it's not the anime. Snow White, Big Cinderella. Bad Wolf, yeah. Big <laughs> Bad Wolf, Three Little Pigs, uh, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Not not the anime. Gary's really excited. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Wolf Among Us is based on Fables, the comic book, which is a DC Comics slash Vertigo at the time it was released. Um, Wolf Among Us was actually a prequel to the comic. Um, the reason nobody ever thought there would be a sequel to Wolf Among Us is because the story continues where the comic starts. 
So the game was actually a prequel to that story. That's why people was like, if they're going to do a sequel, he's going to base it off of the, the comic at that point. Um, but now, I don't know, maybe they're going to go in their own different direction with the sequel, but no, it's really good. Uh, I loved Wolf Among Us. I think it was my favorite, one of my favorites of the Telltale games. Um, it was definitely a lot darker, but um, the characters were really cool because a lot of them were based off of uh, fairy tale characters. Um, just their own different version of them, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that it's finally in full production. I know they announced it and then they canceled it when Telltale went under. And they re-announced it again, and then two years went by, and we still didn't hear anything about it. It's like, is this game happening or not? And now, again, they're saying it's now fully in production, which is interesting, because Telltale announced that they're also doing a game based on The Expanse from Amazon. Um, So, it's weird that they would have a trailer for The Expanse, but they still haven't really done any trailer real trailer for Wolf Among Us 2, even though they said it's in full production now. But I'm excited for this. I, I hope mm-hmm. it's I hope it's gonna be as good as um the hype is for it right now. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I do want to see if it's gonna be based off off the comic or if they're just gonna do their own original storyline this time around. So yeah. well, if it says six months after, would that mean that it's after the comic? Because you said that it was a prequel based be- just before the comic. Mm-hmm. So, no, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe they're gonna skip the comic, and it's yeah. gonna take place after the comic ends and continue on that way. Which will suck because he's gonna have this whole missing story arc that you pretty much have to go read. <laughs> Which they can sell as a prequel, sequel again. Do a third one. Yeah. Um, but the, the the problem is you can't really finish it because it's still ongoing the comic is still going Eh. but it does have about 150 issues right now you can go buy a huge box set of it on amazon right now for 240 dollars it's the 20th anniversary actually it's not even out yet it comes out on april 19th of next year nice it has 4300 pages that's a lot of pages I do recommend it. It's actually pretty good. I read a few of them. And plus, I know we're saying about it being fairy tales and dark, but if anyone's ever seen the original fairy tales, they're all pretty dark anyway, to be honest. Yeah, they yeah. were just yeah. made nicer for the little kitties, yeah. whereas yeah. they were originally designed to scare kids to not do stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't go out in the woods on your own. Otherwise... The fucking wolf is gonna eat your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Based on a true story. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you know what? It's, it's eating someone's ass. NFTs. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, Ubersoft. Um, after a backlash of their current NFTs, by the way. I will say this. I personally have nothing against them. I see them as pointless. But for those that have way too much money, go ahead, spend all the money you want to do on pointless digital pictures. It's your money. I'm not going to stop you from spending it. But obviously, Ubisoft can't find these people that want to spend a ridiculous amount of money on their pictures because there's 
in in the literal sense there's dozens of us and there's not even dozens there is a dozen of us i think there's 15 sales 15 15 whole sales of of their nft so but they say that customers will warm up to nfts over time um i don't think they will especially with the way they've done it if anyone has if anyone watches some ordinary gamer uh, i would go rec- i always recommend his youtube channel to anyone because it's probably one of my favorite youtube channels to watch um for tech stuff anyway uh, NFT. Well, I, I'll describe because a lot of people don't understand what NFT is. Actually, before we go to this, we'll, an NFT is a image or a digital file that has a code that um, basically makes it unique to that owner. Supposedly, even though it's just an image file, so nobody really cares. Now, if NFTs were done properly with gaming, I personally would think it'd be great. But they're not going to be done properly with gaming because gaming companies want all the money in the world. See, if it was done properly and instead of the instead of digital items being NFT, but they have the game itself be the NFT, so that way you own the game. Therefore, you can do whatever you want with the purchase you made. Basically, you could then have a secondhand shop owned based on the NFT market because that way... It, you own the game, therefore you have the rights to sell it off if you want to. But of course, they're not going to do that because that that's nice to the consumer. So we're not going to see that. Instead, we're seeing helmets with slightly different numbers on them to make them different for each person that buys them. Because give us money. Of course, the another side effect of NFT is the fact that it also really, 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 really hurts the climate. So it's it's just bad all round. Um, Gary. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft telling you you're going to warm up to it. Um, that's just their PR wording of we're going to do everything NFT going forward. So you won't have a choice Yeah. <laughs> to accept it. That, that's literally what they're saying. <laughs> um, those costumes you want, they're not going to be available normally. They're going to be NFTs. Um, so they're going to pretty much force your hand. And that's Ubisoft. They, That's the company they are. Everybody's, I know, excited about Splinter Cell being officially announced. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about that. but Well, um, I wasn't because I forgot about it. But yeah, yeah, it's officially announced. Yeah, the, the Splinter Cell uh, remake was officially announced. And people are NFT super goals. excited. What was that? NFT goggles. Yeah, and they're all excited, but we all know that Ubisoft is going to throw NFTs into it. Um, up the ass. Rainbow Six Siege is going to be all NFTs pretty soon. Um, yeah. It's all just going to be converted to that. And it sucks, personally, because the way I understand NFTs, Ben, and I might be wrong, but from what my friends have told me and from what I've read, NFT in this case, it's essentially going to be um, you have the original file, right? Say yeah. it's, you know, the game, right? Yeah. Everybody's buying the new Splinter Cell. Yeah. Um, it, it's a very loose uh, explanation here, but say I buy this Splinter Cell game, right? Yeah. From Ubisoft. Ubisoft is the owner. Yeah. 
the way it works now, if, say, Ubisoft discontinues the sale of Splinter Cell, I can still play it because yes. I bought the digital copy of it. The way with an NFT is going to work is if Ubisoft stops the sale of that game, my copy of that game will no longer be available to play for me. Essentially, PT Probably. is the first NFT game. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to look at it. That's what PT is. Even though I downloaded it, even though it was free, I downloaded it. I can play it on my system still because it's on my system. The moment I delete it from my system, I can't re-download it anymore. Because well, not without Konami a lot of removed it. I, officially, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Right? That's essentially how NFTs are going to work. If right now, uh, Dead by Daylight has Pinhead as one of its killers. Right? From the Hellraiser yeah. franchise. Pinhead, they found out after he released, is an NFT character. People were pissed because they weren't told beforehand. Now he's become the lowest selling character in that game. The moment whoever owns Pinhead, the license of Pinhead, removes him from that game, the people who bought Pinhead will no longer be able to use Pinhead. Even though they spend money on him, because he's just a copy. It's yeah. copy-paste. That's all that's happening with the NFTs. <laughs> like, Jump Force is getting delisted. If Jump Force was an NFT... I would never be able to play Jump Force again. But I still can because I bought it. I own it. Yeah. Until, of course, PSN goes under and I can never download anything again. That's essentially the difference. The way I'm understanding NFTs. Yeah. As I said, it all depends um, on how it's done. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. how it works as well. Yeah, you're essentially buying a copy to rent as long as the owner allows you to hold on to it. Yeah. Once the owner says, yeah, I'm going to delete this, click delete, it trickles down to everybody, and everybody's bought copy of it gets deleted as well. <laughs> They're it's expensive, garbage. ridiculously expensive copies. It's garbage. Yeah, I, I want no part of this. I want no part of Ubisoft in a damn world. Um, I, I was thinking this was microtraction, but just worse. But now that you explain it better... Um, Gary, I'd rather mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, you know, but, um, if it, if it comes to a game and they start doing FTs, I'm just going to have Shannon buy for me because if I lose money, it's not me losing it. It's Shannon. So that's, eh. that's my, 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 my logic on this. <laughs> I just, I just can't tell her. I can't explain to her because if I do, then she's not going to bite. So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's, yeah, that's just my, um. My logic on this. I don't really have much to say about this because, like I said, it's Ubisoft. Ubisoft is going down for me. So, yeah. Yeah, Ubisoft right now is all about money for them. Everything is about money. Look at yeah. Rainbow Six Extraction. They announced it, they showed it off. People hated on it so much that they haven't shown anything of it since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they're still well, going to release even... it. The worst part was, I don't know how, if... I think the NDA is over now, right? Probably. Oh, I'm sure it is, yeah. Oh, my God. I couldn't play it. <laughs> was like, that bad, huh? No, the the game, I don't know if the game was bad or not. But, you know, they have watermarks sometimes to, like, stop you from leaking stuff. Mm -hmm. It covered the entire screen. Like, <laughs> the entire screen was just a text file of numbers and letters 
to stop people from leaking stuff. Oh, God. So I couldn't actually see anything because my entire screen was just numbers and text. Perfection. So I'm like, I can't test this because if I try and test this, I'm not going to be able to... I, what, what are buttons? Sorry. What are buttons? <laughs> uh, it's a shame because I'm one of the few people that was kind of... I wouldn't... I, I was going to say excited, but that's probably too strong. Um, mildly looking forward to it. <laughs> and I was really disappointed with the whole, um, cause it said that like, there was a, they said like, it's buy one, give to your friend for free or whatever it was, but even that is limited. I'm like, it'd been cool if I could have given it per- permanently to a friend to play, but it looks like that was, that's like a, they just get a demo. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of this? Yeah, it's, let me... it's sad because, like, you look at all the Ubisoft titles right now and you look at all the stats and stuff for them. Every time they release a new game, less and less people are actually finishing those games. Um, I think Far Cry 6 has the least completion of any Far Cry. Um, that's even Far Cry 2, which everybody hated. <laughs> <laughs> um... The fact that they're sending you emails forcing you, hey, you didn't finish the game, get your ass back in there. It's like, fuck you, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, a lot of their games are essentially in the... People play them, they give up on them. Um, I know Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now is still kind of popular, which is great. They just announced that yeah. big crossover with Odyssey, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, but... Let's face it, this is going to be the last Assassin's Creed game, as far as we know, that's going to be a single-player experience, in a way. Whatever Assassin's Creed Infinite is going to be, who knows. I thought Infinite was a single-player game, it's just a single-player games of service. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't even want to think about what that is. Uh... <laughs> it's, uh, what, what do you mean you don't know what to think about it is? It's called... The current Assassin's Creed. <sighs> and the previous, they've all been, the, the most recent Assassin's Creed's have been, all been games of a service. No, because I can play them offline. I don't have to be online to play them. This this one, you, games of service just means it gets constant updates. <laughs> and it has constant DLC. What what did the last Assassin's, what did you just announce that it's, this Assassin's Creed has got? Uh, you and I see games as a service as two different things. But <laughs> yes, you're right about Assassin's Creed. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. Yeah. But to me, games as a service is more The Division 2 rather than yeah. Assassin's Creed. See, for me, a games as a service game, game is something that will get constant seasonal updates, which want you to keep coming back just like Assassin's Creed does. Yeah, you know, does it doesn't mean you have to be online. That's that's most of the games of service. But if there's constant updates where they want you to spend money, and there's downloads every like couple of months, that's that's when it becomes as as, an, as a service for me, because it's providing you content. Well, then every game right now is a games as a service game. <laughs> 
pretty much. <laughs> By that logic. See, I don't see it that way. Yeah. Personally. <laughs> Alfonso, which way do you see it? <laughs> uh, Break the ice. I'm undecided. That's my answer. <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. Technically, you're right. It's true. Yeah. But to me, in my mind, games as a service is different than yeah. just constantly releasing new story upgrades. Like Genshin is, I guess you can say, games as a service as well. Yeah. But really, it's a gotcha game. What's the difference between the two at that point? That's true. <laughs> Doken gets constant updates all the time. Is that a games as a service? People call it a gotcha. Yeah. But. Well, Doka doesn't really get. It gets new stuff, but it doesn't really get new modes that are a lot different than the main game. I don't know. But then I would say Legends would be more of a games of service then, because Legends has. Mm -hmm. PvP, has raids, has the Tournament of Power mode where I don't even play it. Um, so, but anyway, enough about games as a service. Anything you want to add before we move on to what is basically a games as a service coming up next? <laughs> uh, no, just NFTs, unfortunately, are somewhat going to be the future for some companies, hopefully, not for others. We'll see. As I said in our work chat, if Pharmacy 14 has NFTs, I'll be broke. <laughs> As will I, I with any DC Comics game. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to add to this, Alfonso? Nope. Okay. Well, talking about games that would have probably flopped because they deserve it, well, the author deserves it anyway. Harry Potter was supposedly going to get an MMO. Um, now the idea sounds like it could be okay, but then you've got JK Rowling. So I, d I think it's all bad. Gary. <laughs> cancelled MMO. Um, yeah, cancelled MMO from EA. Um, that's fine. I mean, let's face it. I think MMOs are kind of, uh, kind of going on the downhill. Um, obviously, there's I, some standouts. I wouldn't like, say that. Well, compared to what people are playing now, they're mostly playing, oh, yeah. you know, Fortnite and stuff like that. Like before, everybody was playing MMOs. Like making an MMO was the thing to do to get people to keep playing your game. But now, obviously, there's different things. Like if you look at the player bases, you know, Warcraft has fallen down. Um, you can't even mention most of the other paid MMOs anymore because pretty much every MMO at this point is hmm. Japanese or Korean. Um, like Lost the European Ark, uh, New World, which is American, but still, yeah, the the European and North American market of MMOs is essentially gone at this point. Um, yeah. and kudos to the ones who are still succeeding. You know, Final Fantasy fourteen is obviously on the yeah. rise rather than on the on the fall, which is crazy to think after ten years that it's getting more players rather than losing players. Yeah, even um, the the developers were shocked about it. Like, 
were they thought before Shadowbringers came out that it would they would have peaked already. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we expect it to not drop, but they don't expect it like a massive growth. It's why this mm-hmm. year there's so many server issues and login queues is because they didn't expect, like, it was a perfect storm of what happened with WoW and, you know, the already natural growth of the game. But, like, they gained 3 million players this year alone. Yeah, I mean, the 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 fall of blizzard and all the allegations there definitely helped them for sure. Yeah. Um, with all the people dropping Warcraft for that because of those allegations, but, um, they're not even allegations. Let's face it. They're all true. Everybody knows it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, do when I heard Potter MMO, like you think it's a good idea. It's a massive property. Um, obviously JK Rowling being the creator and all the, controversy with her and all the the stuff that she said um it hurts the property obviously um because she is the creator of it even though a lot of the developers now are trying to distance themselves from her especially when it comes to hogwarts legacy um they're distancing distancing themselves from her quite a bit um to the point where she's not even going to get royalties from the game Um, nice yeah uh but I mean, it still hurts, you know. It, it's there's still the association with the two. Yeah. Um. And I personally, I'm a fan of Harry Potter. I love those movies. I love those books. I enjoyed reading them and watching them. Um. But to me, this MMO would never have worked because even though it's a big property, um, we've seen that lately, the licensing and property doesn't really matter. <laughs> um. EA has been doing the Old Republic for a while. And though it's still popular, people still play it, it's nowhere near what it was when it launched. Um, to the point where even EA doesn't really acknowledge that it even exists anymore. Um, and that's a Star Wars license MMO. Um, and you do have other ones that are free to play. You know, you have the Star Trek Online, which is still going. Um, Neverwinter Nights is still going. Um, these are massive properties. Dungeons and Dragons and Neverwinter is an enormous property. But ESO is still going no- again. Lots of growth as well. Yeah, like people know them; they exist, but they're not exactly flourishing on the market. Like they have the hardcore player base that'll keep playing that keeps those games alive, but it's obviously not what Final Fantasy XIV is doing. Like we're not getting numbers like oh. Elder Scrolls Online with this new expansion achieved 5 million new players. That's not happening. They're maybe getting 1,000 if they're lucky. You know? Um, the player base no, that's there is there. More with people I don't... Sat waiting <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just not seeing any numbers from any of these developers yeah. through you know, emails or official announcements of player bases increasing. The only company that's doing that is final fantasy and square they're telling you hey look at all this crazy player base increase we got if those games were successful they would be taught boasting that success they're right. not doing that can we add also <laughs> so successful that they've had to stop sales yeah so successful they already had to stop selling their own <laughs> game because it was too popular <laughs> just killing the surfers <laughs> they're even have they've had to turn the uh, developer servers into login servers 
so they can't de- they can't debug the game and test the test the content because that those servers are being used to lock people log in. Crazy. <laughs> and people say they they do, they don't do enough. Yeah. So for me, uh, you know, it's it's a popular license. I think it was more popular, you know, twenty years ago when you know those movies first were coming out. Um. And the height of Harry Potter was there. Maybe then was the time to do that MMO. Much like The Matrix did an MMO when The Matrix was super popular. And we know The Matrix online died after like three or four years. Um, So to me, right now, it's clear that even if you have the most popular franchise licenses, you actually have to make a good game (laughs) to get things going. Um, And Harry Potter, I think at this point in time, is kind of tarnished in its popularity. I know they still have a new movie coming out, um, the the, the third prequel movie um, from yeah. the Fantastic Beasts series, Which... and you know it's still popular. It's still people go and see those movies like crazy. Um, Which, by the way, someone leaked the entire plot online. No, of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think right now. You know, I think a lot of people are kind of distancing sel- themselves and not really acknowledging J.K. Rowling with the creation of these new spinoffs, I guess you can say, because technically she might have input on them. But her personal thoughts and ideas are not being um, displayed in movies. And in these games, I think they announced that Harry uh, Hogwarts Legacy will allow you to make a transgender character, which obviously she's totally against. But they're going to let you do it because that's their choice. She has no real real input on this game. So I think it helps to not have her name anywhere near these things. Um, But I'm pretty sure she'll, she'll get royalties from the new movie. Um, but how much input she has, I I doubt she has very much anymore. So, sorry, tangent. That's no, fine. On the Harry Potter, it's, 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 it's fine. <laughs> um, ask me. I yes, Harry Potter the franchise is, is huge, is massively successful. I don't really have much to say on this because, um, yes, I read the books, I read the movies. The books are super long, which I hate it. The movies feel like they're never going to end, which I hate it. So you I... read the movies. <laughs> yeah, Ben, I read the movies. Um, I, I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. My brother and sister are huge, big part of, um Harry Potter fans. So when they heard this news, they they, they felt some type of way because who doesn't want to play online with other? players being wizards and casting spells and doing the games and all that. You know, the game, the, 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 probably what they call it in the movie where they had to catch that gold thing, that little gold ball with the wings. I don't remember, but who, who doesn't want to do that? So, um, I agree with Gary that this should have came out. <laughs> yeah. This should have came out when the movie was out because Harry Potter was dominated in, in, in you know, the 2000s and the late 2010. Um, personally, I feel it should have came out after the last movie just to give, players something to play until you know since the the franchise was over but um yeah jk rowling i I know she has something to do with this and it it sucks 
because this is the type of game that should have an MMO, but yeah, me personally, I, I it's not bothering me, so that is what it is. I normally like big MMO online games, but I still feel like it's 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 not probably the I don't know, I feel like it's not the best world for an MMO. Because so many people see it as the the school. I know there's loads of different areas outside the school and stuff, but the main focus of the movies is the school and, like, a shopping district place. Yeah. And I feel like there's not enough places that could be used for an MMO. Because the school was cool and all, but it's not exactly a MMO, if, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, hell, even Lord of the Rings had an MMO, mm-hmm. and they released at the right time. They released when the movies were out. Um, the problem with that game, though, that a lot of people I know personally, a lot of people didn't like about that game, is because the game was actually based on the books, not the movies. <laughs> so <laughs> things were different, and they're like, "Wait, this is not how it played out in the movies." Now, a lot of people didn't read those books, and let's say those books are kind of hard to read right now. You have to literally read like a better translation. Um, yeah. <clears throat> And those books are really huge, and it takes a long time to get through them. But the MMO was based on the books, and people were like, what the fuck is this? This is not, you know, how come I can't be Legolas riding on the fucking shield down the stairs shooting shit with my bow and arrow? <laughs> it's not happening. Um, but I know that led to a lot of players being upset with that game. Um, the game still lasted for quite a long time, but eventually even Lord of the Rings fell to... Not having Mortal. that player base. So. But there was also an Amazon MMO, Lord of the Rings, until that got cancelled. Mm-hmm. Well, there, Amazon is doing their own TV show, or the yeah. Rings TV show, which takes place before the, the books and the movie and stuff. So. Okay. Um. Before we start talking about best of the year, which I don't have any opinion on, really, I guess. Um, they've leaked the uh, PlayStation Plus January games, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And I am excited for one of them, and I might have to resub to Plus for it. Okay, January's um, supposedly leaked games, and if these are true, Deep Rock Galactic, don't care. Dirt 5. Don't really care. But Persona 5 Strikers, I kind of care about that. <laughs> so I might have to resub to Plus for Persona 5 Strikers. Gary? I, I think actually this is a pretty good lineup. Um, I actually want to try Dirt 5 because I want to see the crazy yeah. detail they added into like the, the cars and stuff. Uh, it sucks that it's the PS4 version of the game, though. Um, instead of the PS5 version, but yeah, hopefully at least PS4 and PS5 on our website. Oh, is it going to so... let me do both? I don't know if it's both or if you or not, but on our website it says PS4 slash PS5. So, well, interesting. Um, Persona Five Strikers, I would want to play it, but I never actually finished Persona Five, <laughs> and I know Strikers yeah. is a direct sequel to it. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna really get into that. 
Um, Deep Rock uh, Galactica, though, I'm kind of interested in. It, it looks like you play a bunch of dwarves in space, um, and it's like a dungeon crawler, like Diablo and stuff. So okay, that sounds good. Never mind, I'm excited. <laughs> for that. Uh, you had me well, not, not, in space. Actually, not like Diablo. It, it is first person, but it's like a looter type shooter, kind of like Borderlands, I guess you can say. Yeah. With dwarves in space, so um, that I might want to give a shot out too. I want, I want to give that, that one a try. Nice. Hopefully, it'll be good. Alfonso. Um. Yeah, I might give. The, the Rock Galactic a try because um I heard it's co-op. Does it have co-op? Yeah. So yeah, um I I truly um enjoy co-op games because it just makes it more fun to play with other people. Um Persona Five Strikers like you Gary, I got halfway through Persona Five, so it doesn't make sense to play this. <laughs> I mean yes free download obviously we'll add it to the library but for me to go back to persona 5 like i need to replay it because i do not remember anything from that game <laughs> and that game is super long uh so yeah um as for dirt 5 yes a racing game something to play until gran turismo comes out yes i know the two racing games are different but it's cars i like cars no gary we're not mentioning fast and furious even though i just mentioned fast and furious we're family, um, so it's fine. Oh, God, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, out of the three, most likely I will start off with Dirt 5. So, yeah. Nice. Gary, I feel like you're more qualified to talk about the best of, so I'm going to bring one article up if you want to talk about the best, you know, talk about the best of stuff. Um, From the site? If you want, or just what we want, to be honest. Oh uh, yeah, sure, we can. Um, I'll bring up one more article so you got some time to decide, because I want to bring this up because we. Oh, we we can do both. We can do the PSC okay. one and then our personal ones if you want. We can start sure. with our personal stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring this up first so you can look up if you want. Okay. Thank you. Final Whatever Fantasy 14 update 6.01 arrives. Jesus Christ. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the new raid <laughs> arrived this week. Uh, I completed it. It was a fun raid. Uh, spoilers, if you are a fan of Castlevania, then you're going to be a fan of the raid because it feels like there's, it's very inspired by Castlevania. Um, you mean it's a 2D side-scroller hack and slash? No, like... <laughs> enemy types. Is what I mean. Oh, okay. Like the boss fights feel very Castlevania-ish, especially nice. like the final boss, of course. Um, which I'm not going to say because the expand the um, raid only just came out this week, so I don't want to spoil it. Um. So yeah, uh, just remember that you got one more week, and then the savage version of this comes out, and also dungeon maps come out. I've been I've been saving my cum maps. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jeepers. Yeah. Uh, ben, you're finished? They're called Cumbra skin maps, so I, I just call them cum maps. Um, so, yeah, in two weeks, the new expansion comes out. 
um, height. Well, not expansion, the new raid. God, expansion, that'd be weird. Two In two weeks, the new raid will come out. Well, the savage version of the current raid. Anyway, go play Fantasy fourteen. I would say there's a free trial that lets you go up to level 60, but they had to remove that also. So. Before Gary starts, I, I need to ask you something, Ben and Gary, since we didn't have an episode last week. Um, are you guys planning to get any of the new face plates that Sony announced for next month? No. Maybe. Ben? Okay. Most likely black, right? Purple. Oh, interesting. I like the purple one. I mean, it's uh, between the black and purple. They both look nice, but I am a big fan of purple, so I'd be tempted. If if I want to see in person before I decide, like if it looks like okay. it does in the image, then I would be tempted with the purple because I like it. But if it's a, a different shade, then I might go with black. Okay. Like, um, depends on the, the ask print. Me, yeah, ask me no. Like, if Sony had releases when the PS5 was launched, then yes, I would have got the black one. But I already decorated the white one so much that it doesn't make sense. But as for the controller, um, yeah, my sister wants that light baby blue one. So, um, yeah, I am planning to buy her that one. I'm waiting for Sony to come out with a navy blue, a dark blue controller, because that, that would be my color. But right now, I, like I said, I have the black ones that, as y'all seen when I posted last yeah. week or something. But... Yeah, it doesn't make sense to get faceplates because I'm not interacted with the PS5 that much. So, yeah. You'll probably buy faceplates no when there's like... Because now they, they've done this, that now you will see collector editions, I think, with face. Yeah. Like, could easily see yeah. like a God of War. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because there's no point making new consoles just for the... Like, uh, I'm happy they're doing it because... I kind of got sick of companies that were like, oh my god, Halo Infinite is coming out. Get the new Halo Infinite Xbox One. When in reality, with this, you can just be like, cool, the new God of War is out. If you want, you can buy the God of War cover for your PS5 instead of buying a full PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish they'd done that with the PS4 in a way. I know you couldn't really do the whole PS4, but you had the hard drive slot that slid out easily. I wish they mm-hmm. would have had some collector editions where it just had like a little bit of custom art on that slot on that on that bit. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Okay. You ready, Gary? Uh yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. I am. Uh yeah, let's let's just talk about our personal ones for now. Um it was a big year. There's a lot of games, a lot of games re-released, um, but let's kind of go through some. Alfonso, let's start mm-hmm. with you. Like, what were some of your uh, favorite games and why? And kind okay, of what you're looking I, forward to next year, I guess. Okay, I'm gonna start with this. All right, all the indie games, the two platformers, all those you know indie games because they all gave me platinums. That, that's just obvious. That's <laughs> that's the obvious answer right there. Um, even though this game hasn't. Even though this game didn't come out this year, I still play it this year. I have to mention it. Lego DC Super Villains. Best Lego game out of the franchise. Um, I love the game. I love the story. I love the characters. I love the characters that you could collect. To be honest, I really, I'm really planning 
to buy the Europe version because right now it's on sale. The super deluxe from sixty to like fifteen dollars. I I really plan to buy it so I can just play it again because it was so damn good, especially the DLCs. So I'm really considering that. Um, as for this year, Returnal, that 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 was good. Even though I didn't finish, I I love the concept of it. Um, I didn't like that Marquis made a an update to kind of give you a save option and people found a way to expo exploit it so they could constantly keep saving. I, I, I really wish they just just fixed the, the bugs and left it like that. So that that bothered me. Um eventually I will go back to that. Um Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. That that was the one of the biggest games for me of this year. Um beautiful game, gorgeous game, great story. Um I wish they could have done more with SSD and as far as the rifts. It to me it just felt it was typed up and it didn't really live up to my expectation. But um yeah, amazing game. I will someday play that over. Um Life is Strange, True Colors. Not the best in the series. One will nothing's nothing will ever top top one, but I feel the characters powers were better than Alex um time travel powers from the first one. Obviously to me is better than two. Um and uh, again great story and um I I don't I don't feel like I need to play it again. Oh I do because there were there was a DLC with one of the characters but I never finished so um I need to go back to that. Um Gary you created this game so many times. Well you created this game numerous times but Guardians of the Galaxy um i i was skeptical with it because of square enix and 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 marvel i mean with marvel's avengers and i thought it was this game was going to flop and it didn't when i saw reviews of how good it was but my second concern is what oh square messed up with marvel's avengers i thought they were going to do copy and paste based on the movies because guardians one and two were highly successful but no it it has its own take on the the comedy and the humor and you know the the bond that the, the the characters have with inside the team so highly recommend if you haven't played it play it because it was just fantastic um other than that that's it really in terms of games i um i played in this year what i'm looking forward to next year obviously uncharted that's the first on the list i'm a big uncharted fan gary you noticed already um, I'm looking forward to see what they improve for the PS5 version for both A Thief's End and Lost Legacy. Um, right now after that, Horizon Forbidden West, that, that was my game for 2017 as far as um, Zero Dawn. I, like I said, it, uh, if you didn't know, Zero Dawn left on the cliffhanger, so I'm, I'm curious to see what, I'm just curious to see this, what the, the story takes place, how the story continues after that cliffhanger. Um, Gran Turismo, like I said, is, is my favorite racing game out of all the racing games out there. Um, there's not much to expect from Gran Turismo besides, you know, better details in the cars and, you know, the rain and all, the weather and all that stuff like that. So looking forward to that. Um, there is a Gran Turismo, um, like a, a racing wheel that's coming out that you could pre I don't remember the pre-order date, but it costs $700. I am getting that. I want the real experience just to drive with that rule. 
it it looks fantastic. Um, if I find it, I will post it in chat. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Getting that. Obviously, God of War. God of Wars. God of Wars. God of Wars. Kratos is Kratos. I'm looking forward to the relationship between him and Atreus, and you know, him taking on Thor and either teaming up or fighting the Norse God of War. And yeah, for what we've seen so far, it it looks good, but obviously, you need to see more. Um, and lastly, the DC games. Um, Arthur, um, what's it called? Suicide Squad and um, Gotham Knights. Um, huge Arkham fan. It takes place in the Arkham universe. I'm looking for more to Suicide Squad than Gotham Knights because we've seen these characters, the the Bat family already. Even though I'm curious about the Quarter Owls and the story they're going to use with them, but Suicide Squad, like I said, Gary, you know this King Shark, that's my character. I'm looking forward to that. And um, yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Oh, cool. Um, you know, for me, this year has been more of a learning year for me, where I learned a lot about myself. And now that I'm getting older, what I actually care more about in games. Um, before I used to be like, oh, I want to play the games, you know, have a challenge when I play these games, um, and enjoy it that way. Nowadays, I just, I just want to play them to enjoy it for myself. So, even though people want to judge me for it, that's fine. I'll even judge myself because I judged people in the past for this too. Uh, nowadays, I just play all my games on easy mode. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I learned that because I just don't have as much time to play the games, all the games I used to be able to play. Um, and I just want to enjoy them. You know, I don't want to be frustrated during one long boss fight that just takes forever to finish because I want to challenge myself through it. Um, as far as like the trophies and stuff go, like I'll still get trophies of the games I absolutely love, and I'll do the challenge for those games that I absolutely love. Um, but I'm not gonna push myself to do it. Like I got Canna Bridge of Spirits, and I got every single trophy in that game except for the one to beat the game on the hardest difficulty. And you know, Canna is one of those games where I learned this about myself, where. I don't want to play the games for the challenge. I just want to play them for the fun experience that they are. And when I played Kenna on, you know, a normal or harder difficulty, I was extremely frustrated with that game because I felt like it just clashed with its mechanics so much that I just wasn't enjoying a lot of the, the encounters I was having in it. Um, in retrospect, now, if I go back and I play it like on an easier difficulty setting, I might enjoy it a lot more than I actually did. Um, but it was still a decent enough game for me to, you know, play through it. <clears throat> but look, I look at all the games I played this year through like my trophy list and know like what games that I play. And, you know, I haven't really played as many games as I used to. And, you know, I'm not upset about that. Is that saying that there's not a lot of great games out there that I just refuse to play? That's not it at all. I've just become more picky and choosy with what I want to play. You know. So let me ask you something, Gary, because mm -hmm. you you you're 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 changing your aspects on difficulty. So does this mean you're going to have a different aspect on future soul games? I don't know. I don't think so because I still understand what those types of games are, and I know what I'm going into. And Returnal is the perfect example of that. You know, 
I'm not going to say that Returnal is harder or easier than, you know, a Dark Souls type game, uh, but it's difficult in its own right. It's a roguelike. And when it came to roguelikes, I refused to play them because I hated the fact that I lose everything. I have to start over from the beginning of my time. And the game to turn that around for me was a game called, um, what is it called? What is it called? It was an indie game. Come on, Star Renegades. It was a roguelike turn-based RPG where you got these renegades from space and you're trying to stop this evil galactic empire from taking everything over. Um, And it was a roguelike. If your entire party gets wiped out, you start all the way from the beginning. But I fell in love with this game so much. Um, I love the characters. I love the mechanics of it. Everything was so great. And it turned around for me. I was like, okay, I'm into roguelikes. And that's when I finally decided to go play Returnal. And I'm so glad that I did. Because Returnal was difficult. And I was frustrated a lot. But then I realized with, when it comes to a game like Returnal, a lot of that frustration came from, unfortunately, the RNG. And whether you got good weapons, if you got good artifacts to put on your character, that's kind of what got you through a lot of the encounters. Um, but I loved Returnal, and I finished that game. And a lot of the times, like I was so into that game that I literally I got through almost every boss fight on my first go. Um, I think there's only two boss fights that I actually died on. Um, I died against Hyperion. Uh, I died three times against him. And I died against the second to last boss. I died once there as well. But other than that, I got through all the boss fights in one try, which was crazy. Um, But I fell in love with Returnal. And, you know, if they do a Returnal 2, I'll obviously play that. Uh, do I want to play Elden Ring? Nowadays, I kind of do. At first, I was like, yeah, I don't really care for Elden Ring. Um, but no, the the difficulty of the game is not really going to deter me from it. Um, whether I'm going to enjoy it as much is a different question. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I did go in, and I did this year, I did go and I finished uh, Demon Souls Remake. Um. I did finish that game, which I was proud of because I kind of stopped playing. I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of dying against the same fucking guy over and over and over again. Um, but I pushed myself through it and I got through it. Um, and that's fine, you know. But lately, when it comes to every other game that I've played, I've pretty much been playing on easy. And I'm okay with that. Before I'd be upset with myself about it, I'd say, oh, it's not even challenging to you. Why are you playing it that way? But now I just want to play it to enjoy the story, to enjoy what it is. Um, yeah, I don't care if people judge me for it. I just don't have the time to dedicate to challenging myself with this kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> no and I know as the older I get, my reflexes start to suck. You know, yeah. I'm not as fast and my reaction time is slow. And that's evident with you know, the Souls games and um, even first-person shooters. Like, I don't really play online first-person shooters anymore because I suck at them now. My reflexes just aren't what they used to be. Um, But for me, mostly, um, the games I've really enjoyed this year, you know, I've talked about Returnal. um, That was immensely uh, gratifying for me to, to play through that game. 
Um, Guardians of the Galaxy was the biggest surprise. Um, I think that was a surprise for pretty much everybody who bought that game, quite honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't think anybody really expected it to be as good as it was. Um, especially when they sh- had that huge demonstration for the game and take like t- 10 minutes to demonstrate that game. People were like, why are they taking so long? It was boring. Um, I went into it with not expecting to really enjoy it. Um, and I fell in love with it. It's easily one of my favorite games this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Near Replicant was another great one. I love the story there. I love the, the, obviously the music and, and the encounters you have in that game. It's a near game. It's fucking great. Um, but I also want to shout out to a lot of the indie stuff I played. Um, Doctor Who and the Lonely Assassins. Um, I, I, I remember liking this game way more than I probably should because this is, you can finish this game in like 40 minutes. So it's an easy platinum for you, Alfonso. Um, <laughs> but oh, I loved it. List. Yep, you know, I loved it because it dealt with my favorite enemy of the modern day Doctor Who, the the Weeping Angels, oh, and it was so essentially cool. a, a essentially like a text adventure, but through a phone. You find a phone and you get contacted by um, I forget the character's name, but she was a prominent character in the Doctor Who, uh, works for the U for the government there, um, but she's trying to find uh, what happened to um, this guy who appeared actually in the very first episode of the Weeping Angels episode. Uh, when they first introduced that that villain, uh, the actors that played in that episode replays all their character roles in this one, which is really cool. But you pretty much try to find out what happened to him. And the reason I love this one so much is even though it was more like a mystery text adventure type game, it dealt with Doctor Who characters without doctor who really in it oh it's good you know yeah like there's references to to doctor who um there are articles you read uh in the game uh, as you search for clues and stuff about a blue box and stuff like that but the character of doctor who isn't really important to the story um which is great because you're just a normal guy trying to find out what the hell is going on um and i really enjoyed that game Rainbow Billy was another one. Uh, Rainbow Billy is another turn-based RPG that's a very feel-good story. And what was cool about this one was the encounters you have, you're not really fighting the enemies. You're trying to work out their problems. You're like a psychiatrist. Um, This guy has body issues. Like, the other character you encounter has image issues of they they think they're ugly compared to other people um but they're like actual monsters that you that you encounter and you try to like help them along the way and they kind of join your crew and stuff like that it was a very fun feel good game and i actually do highly recommend it it, it is pretty pretty good um so those are some of the small ones i played obviously I, I kept playing genshin impact i still play genshin impact i love that game um I did play through Outriders. I finished the story there. Um, I'm playing through Tales of Arise, which is a pretty fun uh, JRPG there. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered, another great remaster. If you never played Alan Wake, I highly recommend playing that one. But that's another one where I started and I was like, you know, I'm going to play this game on easy. 
because I remembered how hard this game was. Like in the second half, the game got really hard. And I was like, I don't want to deal with that shit right now. I just want to play through a game and enjoy it. Um, and Scarlet Nexus was another fantastic surprise for me. Again, 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 a game I didn't really care for, but then I actually got it and I played it, and I thought it was a fantastic game. Another one I would recommend for a lot of people. But um, but yeah, for me this year has been more about maximizing my time to instead of playing a shit ton of games to play a few games that are more quality and enjoy the hell out of them. Um, and right now I'm kind of thinking like, okay, I, I finished Outriders. What do I want to, what do I would really want to play now? I'm, I'm finishing Tales of Arise. Should I now finally go and finish Horizon before the sequel comes out? <laughs> Again, I never finished Horizon. Um, maybe I'll do that and I'll play that game on easy. Is it, does that game have difficulty? I don't even know. I think um, it does. Yeah. And, does. and just enjoy the story, you know? I don't want to really challenge myself with these things anymore. Um, but as far as next year goes, um, I'm definitely picking up Uncharted because it's Uncharted, and I will shill money mm-hmm. for Uncharted no matter what. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. that franchise. Um, uh, but, but the games I'm most looking forward to next year are definitely the DC games. Um, I am thoroughly looking forward to Gotham Knights. I am looking forward to Suicide Squad. Wonder Woman has got me on another level of excitement, even though that's probably going to be 2023. Um, God of War, definitely looking forward to that. Um, Final Fantasy 16. You know, after all the good that I've heard of the story of Final Fantasy 14, I am ridiculously excited for 16 just because Yoshi P's in charge. And um, and the Heaven's Ward team. That's what I'm excited for y- as well. Yeah, and, and that's the thing right there. Like <laughs> after this disappointment of 15 for me, like 16 looks like a godsend to me. <laughs> and the fact that this is one of the best like Yoshi P in my opinion is the best video game story of the last 15 years, in my opinion. He took a game that was bankrupting the company. And not only did he bring the comp- the game to life, he brought the company from the brink of extinction. And every single expansion that's come out for that game has been better and better and better. And it's one of the highest rated games out there. Right now. I think like, I think Endwalkers was sitting at what? 93 on Metacritic right now. I think so, yeah. It's insane. You know, and that has got me so fucking excited for Final Fantasy 16. You have no idea. Um, I can't wait to see more. I, um, I'm hoping it's good, but I'm also in some ways hoping it's bad. <laughs> no, because <man>. why? <laughs> just for his health. <laughs> <laughs> just for his health. <laughs> I'm worried that if it ends up being really good, they'll like have him do even more projects. So, well, I probably. Be good. I mean, look at Nomura, man. That guy has. I feel bad for that guy too. Look what they did to him. Because he's currently in charge of fourteen and eleven and sixteen. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, I mean, at this point, you know, he he's finished the 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 current story of fourteen. 
he can yeah. still be in charge of 14, but he can maybe give the scenario going forward to somebody else to write. You know, well, he and doesn't then put write all his the, effort into 16. He doesn't really write the scenarios anyway. Um, well, then it's probably not as bad. The guy, the, the, the writer, it, she, got, she got a standing ovation. It was lovely at one of the fan fests. Um, but no, she's supposed to be leaving as well. So it's going to be interesting to see how the future of the game is. Um, yeah, and and you know, I, I I do agree with you. I hope it's not overwhelming or too much for him because we've seen what happened with Nomura, where it, it has become overwhelming. You know, he was put in charge of fifteen, then they took him off of it because he was taking too long with that game. Then they randomly they didn't even tell him he was doing the seven remake. He found out <laughs> like everybody else did with the trailer. <laughs> They're like, uh, what the fuck. <laughs> They had to do that while also doing Kingdom Hearts 3. And, you know, he had to kind of stop working on Remake 7 so he can focus on Kingdom Hearts 3. And it's just, it gets too much, you yeah. know. Um, but Yoshi P looks like he's more healthy and higher spirits than Nomura does in his interviews. Uh, well, it depends <laughs> now, on when you least. catch him. Yeah. <laughs> if you're catching him at the start expansion, it's fine, but if you catch him on the last part of the media tour of the expansion, like just as the game's coming out, then now you can see he, he is asleep. <laughs> yeah, and and that's understandable. But you know, yeah. this is a guy who's literally the definition of earning his place. Yeah, everything that's happened to him, he's earned it. Oh yeah, fucking crazy hard work and proving everybody wrong. He took a literally a dead game that was bankrupting a company, and the company gave him the chance to revive that game, and save their company, yeah. and he did. And he deserves to have a core Final Fantasy in his name. Oh, he does. Especially after fifteen and the mixed reaction to fifteen. If he can revive the core Final Fantasy franchise without relying on the remakes and remasters, then he's probably going to be the one of the greatest success stories in video games, yeah. in my opinion. So. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm <laughs> super stoked for 16. Uh, but mostly, I'm really excited to see in the future what we don't know. You know, what is Sony working on that we don't know? We know Sucker Punch is working on something. We know Naughty Dog is working on something outside of Last of Us Two Factions multiplayer. What is going to be their next game? Are they going to do another Uncharted? Are they going to do a Last of Us 3? Are they going to do something new? Um, I'm okay with all three of those options. Um, what are the things we don't know? You know, obviously I'm super excited for Wolverine. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. whatever. I don't, you know, Wolverine is obviously the most popular X-Men character. Uh, but for me, any X-Men character, I would be super stoked for because they are my favorite Marvel characters. Um, so even if they announced a Jubilee fucking video game, I'd be all over that shit. What about uh, Squirrel Girl? <laughs> okay, Squirrel Girl is not a fucking X-Men. So <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> She's not a mutant. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see Wolverine. I really am. Um, obviously, Spider-Man 2 is going to be great with the introduction of Venom. Um, and you know that with Venom, eventually comes Carnage. So I think I'm more excited for the idea of Carnage than 
than anything else right now. But um, yeah, and, and obviously Lord, no. <laughs> everything third party companies are are doing. Um, there's a lot of rumors going around, a lot of hints and stuff. You know, things I can't really say or mention right now that I've heard. But um, another big game I'm actually looking forward to is um, Dead Space remake. Oh yeah, yeah. And the Knights of the Old Republic remake. Um, those two are going to be big, even though I think Knights of the Old Republic is going to be 2023 for sure. Uh, Dead Space can make 2022, uh, but it'll probably be very late 2022. So, I mean, they should. In my opinion, they should target Halloween for that. It'd be nice. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I'm, well, I'm excited for it. And obviously, the big rumor uh, and reporting of you know the PS Now PS Plus merger with PS2 and PS1 games being backwards compatible through that. Um, that's got me really excited uh, to see that in the future as well so ben nice what about you you're in review for ben <laughs> well Final i'm gonna be fantasy 14 <laughs> well yeah it is that's gonna be my first one because i looked online <laughs> and googled games that came out this year and guess what may pharmacy 14 ps5 version came out so i'm gonna <laughs> count that <laughs> But I'm not going to talk about it much because everyone knows my thoughts on this game. I love it. We just spent ages talking about it in a bit with Yoshi P. So I don't really mm. need to go over that. It's a good game. I enjoy it. Ed Walker came out. If you enjoy online games, you're going to enjoy this. But, you know, If you enjoy story-based online games, you're going to enjoy this. Um, go check it out. I'd say, go ch- as I said before, I'd say go download the free trial, but you can't because they have to remove it. Um one of the other games I, I never finished, I should go back and finish it sometime, but I enjoyed it, was Yakuza Like a Dragon, that came out this year. Um, uh, that was one of the games I did enjoy. Uh, I did see a list of games I... I uh, po- uh, it wasn't on PlayStation, but I did enjoy Pokemon Snap. Um, that was a fun game. Uh, but no, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I enjoyed the fact that it was a... Um, turn-based game instead of a, the standard Yakuza because I thought it, it was different. Like, I hadn't really played a turn-based game. Um, and I'm going to cheat as well with Final Fantasy VII Integrate because, again, that was one of my favourite games this year. I know it was just DLC, but I really enjoyed playing as Yuffie. And I, I would love to see a real expansion of the Fort Condor system. Like, I want that in Final Fantasy XIV if possible. I totally forgot. Yeah, I gotta go play that too. <laughs> so, uh, you haven't played Integrate? No, I haven't. Ah, oh, you're missing out on one of the best mini games, in my opinion. They it really fun, did it. The, the strategy game, yeah. Yeah. Um. Apart from that, I can't really tell you what my other games are that I was excited this year. My issue with Final Fantasy XIV is it takes all of my amazing time that I want to play other games um and i'm trying to look at the list i'm sure there's a, a quite a few more games i played this year that i'm not thinking of i nearly finished demon souls this year but then i stopped because i got frustrated 
Oh, because it was hard just because I got lost. I couldn't work out where I was going. <laughs> That's my issue with Demon Souls. It's not that I find it hard. Well, should I say, it's not that I find it hard to fight. I just find it very hard to navigate. And that's what puts mm -hmm. me off them. It's, it, the, the, the gameplay itself is fine. It's just I'm not good with maps or directions or anything like that. So uh, I did try and beat Demon Souls. Who knows? Maybe I'll try again next year. Um, try to look at all the different games. Uh, do, do, do. Pokemon Unite, but that was a free-to-play game on Switch again. Um, can I count the Final Fantasy Pixels remaster series? Yeah, of course. It's your year in review, man. So, yeah, I, I beat 1, 2. Um, I beat 4. I still need to beat 5 and 3. So, um, so to skip 3, huh? Well, <laughs> no, I didn't decide. Well, I tried it. And I got frustrated because there was so many like paths that we had to go you had to go down to that were hidden. And I don't like when games have that because again, I have really bad direction sense. I don't want to try and have to walk and up up and down some trees to hopefully find the path to go to the next area. So <laughs> I I didn't like that. I'm excited for Final Fantasy Six though, because that comes out in February. So there's that. Yes, you'll finally get to play the greatest Final Fantasy. And it looks really beautiful. I don't know if you've seen the remaster trailer. I have. Really those, it, it looks like they gave that one the most love out of the five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Marvel Avengers War for... I don't know if the game came out this year or was it last year. But the DLC came out this year and I did give that a shot. War for was Wakanda? disappointed. Yeah. Mm. I was disappointed, but that's only because I hadn't played the game for so long. So I couldn't remember how to play the game. So... Um, <laughs> It's not like one of those games where you can just restart. No. <laughs> um, um, see if there's any other games I've played this year. I've played some, but just my issue is I played so many games. I played games, but all the games I played were so far spaced that I don't remember what they were. Like I've, I've even forgot the Yakuza came out this year, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, Oh, I could have cheated with Kakarot there. It came, but that was Switch. I didn't play on Switch. Um, Back for Blood, I played that a little bit. Was incredibly disappointed and happy I got that on Game Pass instead of buying it. That was, I think, yeah. that was my disappointment of the year. <laughs> like, like, it was just bad single player. And I know, Ben, Ben, it's not designed for single player. It's designed for online. The issue is it was so bad online that my friends stopped playing it straight away as well. So, like, <laughs> unless you had a full group of four people, you had the bots and that and then you into the issue of the fact that it's bad. So, um, or the people playing were bad, which also happens. Um, but for next year, I feel like, I've got a couple of games I'm really excited for. One of them, of course, is Saints Row. Everyone knows that I'm really hyped for that. I like the previous Saints Row game, so I'm kind of excited for new Saints Row. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, Forspoken. I'm really hyped for that. I think that's early next year, isn't it? Yeah. Like, Forspoken was great. 
So I'm hyped for Forspoken. And like, just like Gary, I'm really looking forward to Fantasy 16 because, you know, I play Fantasy 14 and I trust in Yoshi P. Um, there's a couple other games I'm excited for next year. I think I'm kind of hyped for Dying Light. It's one of those games oh, where I'm... What about Dying Light? I am super stoked for that game. I got to play it and I loved it. Yeah. It's one of those games where I want to wait and see based on friends, if, if, if their friends pick it up. And uh, then mm-hmm. I may pick it up if they want to play with me, like Gary. Always. Yay. Um, then we have the Battle of Time Zones. Because I do <laughs> sleep. I know people question that on Twitter and in um, Final Fantasy fourteen and on Discord. But I do sleep. I promise. An hour a day. <laughs> I still find it funny that Susan tweeted me saying, um, what's good? Santa's gift for Chile this year is, is sleep. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm excited for those games. There's a couple more next year. That I'll Pokemon as well. Pokemon, I'm a big fan of Pokemon, so I'm looking forward to a new Pokemon game on Switch. Um, so, yeah, that's what I'm excited for in 2022. And what I was kind of disappointed about in 2021. And I cheated to Fantasy 14 again. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah. Alrighty then. Um, let's quickly then go through uh, PSUs because we are a PSU podcast. Yeah, uh, let's go check out PSU.com. Link yes, in the description. let's go through PSU's awards for 2021 then, shall we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, most anticipated game uh, voted on by the staff of PSU, um, which is a lot more people than just me and Ben. Um, yeah. Most anticipated game uh, was Elden Ring, which uh, makes sense. We have a lot of fans of um, from software. So, <laughs> uh, second I place. I uh, voted the same game just to try and beat Elden Ring. <laughs> Uh, second place was God of War Ragnarok. Um, yeah. And third place was Gotham Knights, which is what I voted for because nice. that is my most anticipated game right now. Um, Alrighty. Uh, best game direction went to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. So, so deserving. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, second place went to Resident Evil Village and third place went to Tales of Arise. Nice. Uh, best narrative once again went to Guardians of the Galaxy again. Totally deserving. That game had mm-hmm. some amazing fucking writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second place uh, went to Death Loop, and third place went to Life is Strange Two True Colors. Nice. Uh, best yeah. sound design went to Returnal. Yes, thank you. Um, second place was Resident Evil Village. Uh, third place went to Death Loop. Um, best local multiplayer game. Uh, it takes two. Um, of Yay! course, you can't play that game without local multiplayer. So <laughs> there's that. No. Uh, second place. What was that? I thought you can play single player, can't you? No, you can't play single player. I thought you like swap between the characters, but nope. Okay, it requires two people. <laughs> That's why I never played it. It's a fun game. Uh, second place. Huh? Carry on. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah. 
Second place was Hot Wheels Unleashed. And third place was Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, The Game, The Complete Edition, which was obviously a re-release from Ubisoft. Um, the best developer went to Arcane Leon, creators of Deathloop. Uh, second place went to Square Enix for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade. Um, and third place was Capcom for Resident Evil Village. I would have given it to Square Enix because Guardians yeah. and Walker yeah. near <laughs> hundreds of other games. Uh, best PSVR game was Doom 3 VR Edition. Uh, second place was Sniper Elite VR. And third place was Hitman 3. I totally didn't even know Doom 3 had a VR edition. That's Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know if it came out on PlayStation, to be honest. Right? I knew it had one, but I thought it was PC. <laughs> uh, best PlayStation exclusive title uh, went to Returnal. Woohoo! Uh, second yeah. place was Deathloop, and third place was Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade, which is obviously no longer a PlayStation exclusive title as it has officially launched on Epic Game Store on PC. You say launched. Oh. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> well, I guess launch is right. Playable, not, not so much. <laughs> uh, best strategy game went to King's Bounty 2 with... Second place, Jurassic World Evolution 2. And third place, The Rift Breaker. I haven't played any strategy games this year, so I did not actually vote on that category because I never played it. Best Family Game. First place went to It Takes Two. With second place, uh, Just Dance 2022. And third place went to Chicory, A Colorful Tale. And I gotta say, Chicory is a fantastic game. People should really check that game out. Best remaster slash remake. Uh, first place went to Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Second place went to Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. And third place went for Nier Replicant. Um, I voted for Nier because I hadn't played Mass Effect Legendary Edition yet. And Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate, really, I don't consider it a remake since it came out last year. My personal opinion. Best puzzle game, Little Nightmares 2, followed by We Were Here, and then We Were Here 2. I guess there are two of those games. <laughs> Sequels. What the hell? Okay, here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Bye. What's up? Okay, best role-playing game. Uh, this is always a big category because there's a lot of games that you can consider to be role-playing games um these days uh but either way first place uh went to tales of arise uh second place went to final fantasy sound remake integrate and third place went to lost judgment and that's where nice. i think the lines kind of get blurry because i don't really consider lost judgment really an rpg more of an action adventure game for me but whatever Best fighting game went to Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Woohoo! I'm excited about that. Uh, second and third place, we actually had a tie between Guilty Gear Strive and Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, which you might be wondering why Scott Pilgrim is on this list. It's because it does have a uh, PvP fighting mode in it as well. Oh, well. 
yeah, for those who didn't know. <laughs> um, best horror game went to Resident Evil Village with uh, second place going to Fatal Frame Maiden of Black Water, and third place going to Alan Wake Remastered. Uh, best action adventure game uh, first place was Returnal. With second place going to Ratchet and Clank Lift Apart, and third place going to Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. What was that again? Best platformer. Oh, best action adventure again. I wish that I feel like I still feel like that should have been Ratchet and Clank. Over Returnal. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, Ben. I understand. <laughs> but best platformer, Ben. Ghost Direction and Quake left apart. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, they couldn't give it to Eternal, could they? No, they didn't. I mean, it has a lot of jumping in it, so you could say it could go to it. Uh, second place goes to It Takes Two, and third place goes to Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Best racing game went to Hot Wheels Unleashed, followed by F1 2021, and uh, WRC 10 was third place. Uh, best first-person shooter, uh, always a competitive one, even though it usually carries the exact same games all the time. Not the same games, the same franchises. But yeah. this time, we had none of those franchises appear in our voting. Uh, first place went to Insurgency Sandstorm, which is actually a pretty fun game. Uh, second place went to Splitgate, which I believe is a free-to-play FPS. And third place went to Back for Blood. So no Battlefield, no Call of Duty this time. Yay. <laughs> Best indie title. You'll be happy about this, Ben. First place went to Hades. Yay. Uh, second place. Yep, yep. Second place went to the Falconeer. And third place went to Last Stop. Best indie is always one of the hardest categories to vote on because there are hundreds of games yeah. to choose. And people had to have played them to vote on them. So it's kind of yeah. hard. And last but not least, our ultimate game of the year for 2021. Uh, let's go backwards here. Third place was Resident Evil Village. Took third place. Uh, second place went to Deathloop. And first place, our game of the year for 2021, Returnal. Woohoo! Yay! I'm yeah. very happy about that because I voted for Returnal. And it's also deserved. Yeah. Those are our awards. One award that's not on there that I always want on there is the biggest disappointment of the year. <laughs> Back for Blood. <laughs> Which Ben would have uh, voted for Back for Blood. I would have voted for Resident Evil Village because that game disappointed the shit out of me in the second half. Yeah. To the point where I wish I could forget it. <laughs> I that, that game was repetitive after the second half. In my what? opinion. <laughs> Resident Evil got re was repetitive after you beat this first half in my, especially oh, yeah. the the castle, not the castle, not the, um, what's got the um weird like metal works. Yeah, that's where the game lost me completely. I was like, are you, am I really? What are we fighting in a fucking? I'm not even gonna talk about it. It's it was fun. like the World War like <laughs> metal work place. Yeah. Where I fought Magneto, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Knock off Magneto. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 
2021. 2022 is coming in just one week's time. Uh, we're still in the pandemic. We're going to go into another year of the pandemic, which sucks balls. I hate it so much. But nothing I personally can really do about it. Lots of good games to look forward to, though, mm-hmm. as we talked about here. Um, but I just want to wish everybody a Happy New Year. Happy I New hope year. your year has yeah. been better than last year of 2020. Um, I hope 2022 will be great for everyone. I hope everybody gets what they wish for, what they want. I hope those who couldn't get a PS5 will be able to get a PS5 next year. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's us kind of done. Alfonso, shout yeah. outs. How can people reach you? And final farewell of the year, I guess. Um, <laughs> shout out to you, Ben. Shout out to you, Gary. Thank you for having me on throughout the whole year. Um, it's truly been a blessing, especially from y'all God support, because as you know, within this year, I beat skin cancer. And that that was a big deal for me. So you being concerned about me and finally learning that that I beat it and all the wishes from you and the team meant a lot. So I I, I appreciate it. Um there was a lot of good games this year. Um, there was a lot of bullshit this year with certain companies. And um, I hope that doesn't go over next year. Um, I mean, yes, they're, they're still battling in court with certain things, but I, I hope it is ended and we can move on from all the nonsense from Activision and, and stuff like that, because that, that was just nonsense. Um, Things that I want from the podcast to happen next year. I want us to have more guests. It was nice having Neil, Ernest, and Ed on. Um, Ernest and Ed was early in the year, mid-year, and uh, Neil towards the end. Um, Just having guests on just means longer episodes, more discussion, more opinion, more back and forth. So it was nice having those three on. Um, Mike, uh, Tim, Chris, we, we miss you. We we hope you come back soon. Um, I also want the Metacritic game to come back because there's a lot of games coming and it is fun. It was fun playing that game just to guess the score and see who win. Just hearing Gary get upset that he didn't win this. <laughs> Me getting fun, upset but... that I'm getting cheated at a winning? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. Um, so I hope that comes back. Um, yes, Gary mentioned it. We're still going through a pandemic. Please, people, be safe um, as we, we continue to beat this, this, this uh, you know, the coronavirus and have it be gone for good. Um, to all the listeners, to all the followers, continue supporting us throughout the new year. Have a blessed new year, a successful year, and um, see y'all in 2022. You can follow me on Twitter at AdChan7. Nice. I, I'm sorry, Ben. I kind of just went off and did the closing. I... It's fine. I mean, it yeah, really doesn't matter know. who does the closing. We're all going to be saying stuff anyway in different... Okay, yeah, I just okay. didn't know if there's anything else you wanted to, to bring nah, up before. I'm good. Uh, but no, I, I would like to shout out to both of you. Maybe we should try and bring back the Metacritic net game next year just to annoy Gary. Um... <laughs> Gary, you got a right on, and because of that, we're giving you zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, go right on. 
Now you lose. Say so getting points. snake eyes. But no, I would like to. I would love to have more guests on. Hopefully, Um, so I spent the year trying to grow my own brand as well with Mooga Go Round. We took it far more seriously this year than we have previous years streaming. Uh, We've made sure that every day we've had content on Twitch, nearly every day at least. So. Hopefully next year I can focus more on getting on chain growing even more. Now that I we've we nearly hit a thousand followers on Twitch, we're at like eight hundred ninety-one, which I'm really happy about. Um, so we'll see what next year brings. I'd like to hope everyone has a happy new year. Please stay safe. You know, England's in what Plan B, level four, step two of our COVID. Um, plans so make sure you follow level four plan b step two rules <laughs> i'm hoping this is the good ending path it's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious uh, the worst part is the level system looks like the the temperature flavoring system for nando's so it, it starts green and then it goes to yellow then goes to dark yellow then goes to red Let's pick the spice of covid <laughs> and then when it gets to black does that mean it's as bad as the black death it's <laughs> the well we're we're it's pretty bad here so i feel like we're already there so we'll see Oh, it's no better here, man. So I feel you. <laughs> anyway, that's my shout. Shouts to everyone that listens. We'll be back next year. Thank you, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah, um, shout out to you guys as always. Thank you for being amazing co-hosts this year. Um, shout out to all the listeners as always. Shout out to the guests we've had, um, which hasn't been many, but hopefully we'll have more. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Like Mike. Come on, Mike. You keep saying you're going to be hot. <laughs> yeah, Michael Herodence, with your <laughs> new life and stuff, being happy and shit. How dare you be happy and have a family and buy a house? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. We'll see and hear. Well, we'll hear you go. Well, God damn it. We'll be here next year for you to listen to us. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll be here next year. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And that's it for me. Oh, you can reach me on Twitter. I got always says G A G L A U S H. Oh yeah, you can reach me on M G on Scott Chili on Twitter. So, until then, goodbye. Boy. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.